Hey guys, this episode is brought to you by Mammoth Electronics. They are uh, putting together all of the old Keeley mods. Guess what? It works out because some of the guys over at Mammoth Electronics used to work for Keeley Electronics. Doing those very same mods. Yeah, so uh, this week we are featuring the... Uh, what's it called? The Twilight mod. Yeah, on the Boss Metal Zone. The MT2. Uh, you can check out our demo over on our YouTube channel or head on over to mammothelectronics.com and cruise the mod section to see yeah. all of the mods they have available. I actually intended to release this demo last week, uh, but I completely filmed the thing. I got into most of the editing and just completely hated it threw the whole thing in the garbage and started over this week because I am committed to quality. <laughs> That's what it's going to say on my gravestone. Ryan Burke, he was committed to quality. So I've completely redone it uh, to uh, to get what I wanted done and to get the quality that I wanted. And you guys are going to watch it and be like, hey, this quality is not even that great. So good job, Ryan. All right, this episode is also brought to you, of course, by our good friend Sinusoid Cables. Yes. Yes, they have all sorts of new stuff uh, coming out soon. They shared some secret information with us this past week, and we got to see all the stuff they're working on. You gotta, you gotta follow Sinusoid. You gotta check out their website. Be looking for what's coming out. There's some really cool stuff coming out. This is just a little mystery bump right here. Like yeah. I'm not even gonna tell you what they make. They make cables, uh, but <laughs> I'm not even gonna tell you like the specifics of their products. They've got the sliver. It's a very like small patch cable that's soldered. They've got the slate. It's we're not their, telling people it's anything, their Steve. Flagship instrument cable. Knock it off, Steve. We're not we're not telling them about the product. We're just telling them. Are you saying you don't want me to tell them about the Sasquatch? Absolutely not. You mean that they're super beefy speaker cable? Yeah, yeah. Don't talk about that. <laughs> Here, I'll tease this. Because I don't think they'll be mad if I do this. I didn't ask permission. They're going to get a lot more TextFlex colors in stock. Oh, yeah. Which is like the colorful, like, bulletproof wrap you put around cables so that if you drop a symbol on it, it won't get cut in half. Like, they're going to get a lot more styles in. I requested a certain style. They're going to make me a special cable. So I'm excited I about that. I hinted towards a certain style that I'm actually kind of interested in now. <laughs> you should do it, Steve. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> All right, uh, so big thanks to those two sponsors. Uh, here comes the theme music. This is Ryan. And this is Steve. And you are listening to 60 Cycle Hum. The guitar. Buying. Selling. Trading. Fixing. Modding. Breaking. Reviewing. Playing. Podcast. We've been watching American Gladiators. At least I have. <laughs> what are you watching that on? YouTubes? It's on the Hulus. Oh. There's commercials on Hulu? There are. You can pay a little more and not have commercials, which I'm honestly thinking about doing i don't think my tv has like standard hulu i think it only has paid hulu i should look into it again interesting yeah i've just it's got the hulu app i don't i've never looked into it i've got like the hulu app on the roku it should be the same because i've got a smart tv and but then you don't get ads no i've never used it because i assumed oh. it was hulu plus oh so i only have netflix and amazon prime 
Interesting. All right. Anyway, what is this? A pop culture podcast? <laughs> yeah, kind, kind of. of sometimes. Kind of. I mean, you can only talk about guitars so much, right, guys? I mean, we got to talk about Star Trek sometimes, and Star Wars, and all the stars. Dude, I got a new thing. 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 I should have brought them. Dang it. Okay, uh, Steve. Ryan, tell me about your new thing. <laughs> Are we going to do your new thing next episode? No, we'll talk about it after. Oh, yeah, we'll do it next week. We'll okay. do it next week. Because we I got a lot of stuff to talk about. And we don't have thing. any new things for next week. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so recently, a friend of my family's, like a, a big family that's got like teenagers and all these kids and stuff like that, uh-huh. they're, they're moving cross country. Cross country. They are moving across the country. Yes. And they are packing up all their possessions, getting rid of stuff that they don't want. Uh, my sister was over there and she started sending me photos and she's like, you want this? And it was a picture of two Deans, like <laughs> 26 Dean all over again. They're like the jank Deans too. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I do want that. And she's like, okay, you can have them for free. I guess I shouldn't say they're the jank Deans, but they're like the, they're like the playmate series. They're like not the, the shredder Deans. You right. Right. Think of. Right. Um, yeah, these these are like your student level, level deans that were probably like max 160, 180 yeah. new. Um, so I got those for free. And then she sends me a message again. And she's like, you want these? 10 bucks. And it was a picture of two amps. One is a, a Fender Mustang one. And one is a Crate Acoustic Amp. And I was like, yeah, okay, I'll do it. I'm getting four things for 10 bucks, basically. So I'll do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that night, my family drops off these two guitars and these two amps. And I'm just like, well, I've got more garbage gear in my life. <laughs> so, uh, you know, things I, I didn't get hold to. On, hold on, I think it's time we bring back an old bit. Bring it back. What does his wife think? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I wonder if I can drag up that song. I don't even want to. Honey, you want you want to come in here and tell me what you think about the garbage guitars I got? No, she doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> she she sighed deeply and walked away. <laughs> That's this is probably the one time in podcast history that a moment of awkward silence wasn't detrimental yeah, to the it, program it was aired on. It actually communicated something. Um, so. Anyways, I've got these two Dean guitars. One is kind of interesting to me because it's all black. Mm-hmm. But on that the, one did looked all right. On the body, there's little like dings and scratches that reveal that underneath the black finish is the neon pink finish. No way. Of those certain Deans that are like completely all the same color neon. So But the neck isn't neon. The neck is not. I think they had a glut. Of those neon bodies, uh huh, oh. and they weren't selling, so they're like, we got to paint these black and slap a different neck on them, and you know, get these out of here. So I think that's what happened. I actually posted pictures of the guitars on a Facebook group called Awesome Cheap Guitars. I had a ton of people like, I'll buy it, I'll buy it. I had a guy who offered me a hundred before he saw like full pictures of the damage to it, right? And then he backed out, but he was like a big fan of just that model. In the way where, like, he can't find any information on the model, and he, like, thinks it's, like, this great mystery guitar, which it very well may be. I've only got three strings on it now. I haven't played it completely yet. Right. Uh, and then I've got this, like, fake blue quilted Dean with a pearloid pickguard on it and an HSS mm-hmm. sort of set up. 
It does not function. Like you plug it in and it does not pass signal. So you're going to try to fix it up or? Well, here's the thing is uh, you want to grab it real quick behind you, Steve? Oh, it's in here. Yeah, it's right behind you. Seriously, I've been in here for half an hour and didn't notice. (laughs) Uh, If you look at the neck at the headstock at the back. Yeah. uh, Ridiculous crack. Oh, the knob fell off of it. Uh, there's a ridiculous crack going straight down the middle of the headstock. Right. How many frets do you think that goes down? Uh, goes down maybe three two frets. and a half frets. So it's a pretty significant crack down the headstock. There's people who said that I could use a shop vac to suck gr- glue through the crack and then just clamp it and it'll probably be fine, which I very well may do. But part of me just wants to harvest the parts out of this and then, like, flip the body for, like, real cheap on Craigslist. um, Maximum return on this. Jeez. I would give up on that knob, dude. Uh, Maximum return on this is going to be to pull the Grovers out of the neck. Yeah. Which actually has Grover tuners. If you look up on the wall up there, there's a neck up there. They're going in that. You're finally going to use that thing. I'm going to use that thing. And I think I'm going to put that neck on the first act, dose, dose, dose back there, which I think will look <laughs> really cool because it's like a flying V headstock combined with that with, uh, weird body yeah. shape. I think it's going to have like a uh, like a sea serpent look to it. All right. Here's how you get max value out of this. You pull the Grovers, do whatever you want with them. Um, sell the body. The body's pretty dinged up and gross looking. Sell the body loaded. Okay. 30 bucks. Wow, I think you get yeah. Because I'm not going to use that bridge, even though it's like I'm saying loaded. So I'm saying yeah. bridge, pickups. It's got a full, you know, HHSS. If you want to just get some practice in, you can figure out what's wrong with it. If not, just I mean, sell I, it as is. I have a feeling if I open that up real quick, I'm going to see exactly what's wrong. It's either the jack or there's a wire loose. Like that's all that's going on. Um, your nut here is not is loose. Yeah. Well, that neck um, is like I said. That neck is going to get retired. We are going to retire that thing. You want to retire? Okay. Because I was going to say, I bet you could put this neck on Craigslist for twenty bucks and find a buyer with the crack like that. Yeah. <sighs> I feel like the entertainment value is worth more. All right. We only have to generate 20,000 views on YouTube for it to be worth it. (laughs) To get those 20 bucks? I mean, I'm talking value for our our audience, man. What's a bummer is this this has a perloid dots. Uh, It's a a decent neck. I say perloid. I mean, like, these have abalone dots in it. The neck is is not bad. You know what? On both of them, the fretwork is nice and smooth. I haven't had them fully strung up to feel how they play. But yeah, I have a feeling they play just fine. My plan with the black one, and hear me out on this, even though people have been making me slight offers on them, um, I think I want to do some kind of relicking video with this and liberate some of that pink paint. And then, you know, just kind of go crazy with some paint pens on it and do like a theme on it. Like get it real trashy and goofy looking. Hey, this uh, this black guitar has two Apple stickers on it. Do you think it was owned by Steve Jobs? Yeah, absolutely. What's interesting about that guitar is that the the fretboard I forget the the name of the material is made out of, but it's basically like a big slab of plastic. Yeah, this is uh, this is the stuff that like you're saying that they took the pink bodies. And that was the thing I was wondering because normally with the pink bodies, look they had, the, they had a pink the fretboard. Sw- look at the switch slot right now. You can see some of that pink. No, paint. I can see the pink in the neck joint. You flip oh, it yeah, on the back. Everywhere. Basically, anywhere there's a crevice, you can see it. That pink um, wants out. I think if you go real, um, 
soft with the relicking, you could bring some pink spots out. Yeah. I say like you got to go because there's a crack spot in the back. You don't. It just doesn't really work. You don't want to go that deep. Um, my, but my it fa- also might mean that the neck uh, could also have something similar. I really don't think so because the originals of the neck, the fretboard was that plastic material that was the same bright pink, and that's not painted. Otherwise, there would be pink you're, come through. Right, you're right. You're right. It, it's not the pink neck or the green neck. I wish it was the green neck. That would be rad. Um, but yeah, I think that's going to be a good playing guitar. But I want to do some funky stuff with it. Like I have some vintage like Tisco pickups. Maybe mm-hmm. I'll stick one in there and make it like a crazy like surf guitar or something like that. So I'm looking forward to having that as a project. And uh, I might do some project stuff with the uh, combining parts into the first act and get some stuff squared away. So I'm excited about that. And then I've got these two amps. The, F- the Fender Mustang does not function. Uh-huh. We had the back off of it earlier trying to figure out how easy it would be to uh, swap out the jacks. Because I, it turns on and makes a hissing sound when you turn it up, like right. like it's doing amp things. But you plug in a guitar and nothing happens. Uh, yeah, I don't. You opened it up a few minutes ago. I don't know how much time I'd spend on that. I don't want to spend any time on it. And like we were talking, like yeah, I could replace the jack, but that's like six a six dollar part, right? And then it's probably like three hours of my time. Well, it's like by the time you get the freaking because it's mount the. The pots are mounted to the PCB. Yeah. So you've got to dismount. Well, there's only four wires going into that PCB to, Dude, to connect I, to I hate two you. jacks. I what? hate you so much. Why didn't I see this earlier? The The pots are sort of mounted to the PCB, but the jacks are separate. Right. So I you can dismount in... the entire chassis. You don't have to take the pots off. Right. For, when we were talking about this earlier, for some reason, I thought you had to dismount the pots to dismount the chassis. Right. No, I'm, I was saying there's four four uh, wires leading into that little PCB that's got the two jacks on it. There's one jack for the input and one jack for the foot switch. I could just take that little bit out and, and completely replace that PCB with just hardwired jacks. Right, right, right. Uh, but I super don't want to invest $12 in parts yeah. and three hours of my time to do that on the gamble that it might function afterwards. I don't know if any of the Mustang series is new enough that it could uh, be a YouTube boon, but probably not. Probably not. I mean, people like swear by the Mustang 3s. Yeah, the ones are small. It's 20 watts. Yeah. It's a, what, 8-inch speaker? Yeah, this is the Mustang 1. I don't, I've never heard anyone like gush over it. I'm, I think I'm just going to like put it up on Craigslist for like 10 bucks and be like, hey, this thing is busted. Have fun. Turn it into a cab if you want, you know. Yeah, and see what happens. I might it's even like MDF all the way through. Flip it for free, but then that crate acoustic <laughs> amp for free. That crate acoustic amp, Ryan. You pay works. ten. You pay ten dollars. Are you saying flip it for free? You just sell it for ten dollars. If I can get if I can get ten dollars for it, then that pays for everything else I got in the bundle. Okay, fair. Uh, and then I don't have to deal with it anymore. That crate acoustic amp. It sounded pretty good to me. That the little bit that I plugged it in. And, uh, I think I'm going to do a video with it versus the acoustic setting on the Katana mm-hmm. just to see if I can drum up some views off of that and play some acoustic. That's so weird. You think that's a weird idea? No, I'm sure it works great. Yeah. It's definitely us. 
It's definitely us. I mean, might as well do it. It's, it doesn't take me long to make those videos. They're kind of like, oh, I've got an hour free. I'm going to do this right now sort yep. of thing. Uh, so that's my plan with those. I've got a big pile of garbage junk lately. <laughs> Got a, I've got three garbage guitars. That's how it goes. Two you know, garbage amps. I got two garbage speaker cabs and an empty speaker cab. I still can't believe you haven't sold those speaker cabs. I haven't listed them in a while. Um, you know, it's it's funny. Like, projects, here's what I need to do. I need to bundle all this stuff together and get it all gone in one thing and give it like an irresistible price. Yeah. You know, it's it's funny. Like, um. I almost feel like maybe maybe we'll talk about this later. Maybe we'll talk about this next week. Um, sometimes you just have stuff and you just can't get rid of it or you forget you own it or, you know, who knows, man. Um, so I, I think that's maybe a future topic we can talk about. Sure, it's sure. not on the docket today. So apparently uh, my mom texted me today and she says that my little sister wants to start learning to play guitar. So she was asking for her my mom's original acoustic guitar that i learned on back is that thing playable oh it's playable i just need i want to swap strings on it and get it set up for her and take some of my dumb stickers off and like get it cleaned up um you gotta leave those dumb stickers on <laughs> if she doesn't like them she can put her own dumb well, stickers here's the on thing, top. I, I don't like them anymore well she can put her dumb stickers on top of those dumb stickers. there's one sticker on it that i really love that i'm gonna leave it's a uh it looks like a patch okay. like it's made out of thread and like yeah. and like woven Whatever, but it's a little sticker of Smokey the Bear's head, and I've got it down on the lower part of the bridge. And the condition is that has to stay there. Okay, I think it's cute. Uh, but I, she texted me, and I got excited. She's like, "Oh, I've got someone to give all my junk to now. Oh <laughs> if God. she learns guitar, I can like siphon some of my." Hopefully, it doesn't turn into like your brother and the saxophone. Yeah, or my brother in the bass guitar, yeah. or my other sister in the various guitars that I helped her buy. Like all my siblings, at some point, want to learn to play an instrument, and I try to help them, and they eventually basically. Don't fall I in think love with they were as all as, as talentless as you, <laughs> but they just weren't as stubborn. Yeah, I'm pretty. It's, you know, guitar, like so many things, you have to completely fall in love with it to get anywhere with it. Most people who pick up a guitar don't fall in love with yeah. it in that way. And that's what Craigslist so, is for. Yeah, exactly. That's why I mean, we sold your brother's, or you sold your brother's bass on Craigslist, right? Yep. And I kept his bass amp. Yep. That's my bass amp that I keep around for when I really need a bass amp. Um, Gosh, all right, let's, we've been stuck for a while. Let's get into some of these ads. Yeah, yo. <laughs> oh, man, Steve. So this was sent to us. Uh, well, do we have any housekeeping to do? We didn't cover that in the pre-ep. Oh, man. We do. Let's save it for later. Go okay. on to that first ad. Yeah, you get the information. We'll do it later. Uh, this ad, it's not even an ad. It's a, a guitar project that was posted to the group by uh, Carlos Elias. Elias? Um, Elias? Something I like think that? It's, uh, Elias or Elias. And he just posted the picture and said, my friend did this to an acoustic. He had lying around, switches an on-off for the pickup, I called him trash, but I was curious what everyone else thought. So this was really interesting to me, going back to my mom's original acoustic guitar, because I attempted something like this on that guitar, and I did not do as clean of a job, is what I'll say right now. Mm -hmm. So basically what we're looking at here is an Epiphone acoustic. The photo is black and white for some reason. Um, I think it's just for artsiness. But he's put... I forget the details... Mm -hmm. It looks like a P90, but I want to say it's some other 
electric pickup that in a really clean way is like floating in the sound hole. It definitely looks like a P90. It's, it's really clean. But it's missing the mounting screws, which makes me think it's something Oh, else. you're right. You're right. It um, doesn't have those center mounting screws. It could be a dog ear. It could be a dog ear. And that would almost, I think a dog ear could work with this type of mount. Like you could maybe modify it. So it is floating in the, in the sound hole of this acoustic guitar. And then there's a single switch down where you would expect like a volume knob to be on an electric guitar. Right. Uh, so I had a lot of questions on this due to my previous experience of trying to do this myself mm-hmm. when I was basically a gross and dirty college student who was experimenting with destroying guitars. How's that different than now? Uh, oh, you're not in college. Yeah, I'm not in college anymore. Um, so my first question, okay. how are the strings grounded? Sure. They he, answered that. They did answer it. Well, the, he got his friend in there to answer all the questions yeah. about it. Because the problem with these acoustic guitars when you put electric uh wiring and 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 pickups in it is that the bridge of a the bridge of an acoustic guitar is not designed to be grounded and you need to ground the strings through the bridge yeah they put like a piece of foil on the bottom side of the bridge that what he said is he like he wrapped copper foil inside of each string peg right and then connected it via foil on the inside to the ground which is brilliant. That works. Yeah. As long as that yeah. foil stays in good condition, like the strings are going to ground to the foil and you're going to have a ground. And then my second question, uh-huh. which is very important to me based on my experience of doing this, of, of putting a, when I did it, I put a humbucker floating in the sound hole of an acoustic guitar and then wired it up with a volume and tone control and whatnot. Right. Uh, my next question was what kind of strings are on it? Because what I discovered is that acoustic strings suck with an electric pickup. Yeah. Like, they really suck. Like, you don't get the low strings a signal off of them at all. Something to do with the copper winding, I'm, I'm assuming? Yeah, you, the copper winding just don't have the uh, magnetic yeah. uh, pull. The copper's, you know, copper, of course, is a non-ferrous metal. Of course. So Steve, you need, I mean, we all know you that. You need nickel or steel. Right. Uh, to get a good response from a magnetic pickup. But then the flip side of my experience is when once you put electric strings on an acoustic, right. they suck acoustically. So yes. my question was, what compromise did he make? Did he make the compromise of electric strings that make it sound bad acoustically or acoustic strings that make it sound bad electrically? He chose the electric strings. So this is meant to function as a true electric guitar. Interesting. You know... Um, some of these, uh, I, I, oh man, I can't remember what company it is. Maybe Ernie Ball um, makes a string that they call zebras. Uh huh. Has both. Uh, it's both. It's uh, like alternating. Interesting. Uh, like alternating bronze and copper. steel. Okay. No one puts copper on. Right, right. And yeah, was, you've been I, saying that. I was trying to figure out why it sounded weird. Yeah, it looks like co- it is why. bronze. You're right. I'm yeah, sorry. it's the bronze or yeah, like eighty twenty four or eighty twenty bronze or phosphor bronze. Um. Anyway, I mean that's neither here nor there. Everyone like listening to the show already knows that you don't know anything. <laughs> <laughs> I. You know, it's funny. So when he put put this, he's like. I called him trash, but was curious what everyone else thought. And I think like everybody who responded was like, this is cool. It just looks like a really clean job. It just yeah. looks really good. 
and you know, it's, there's there's precedent for this. Like this, is basically, kind of what Kurt Cobain was using. Yeah, I was just the, looking uh, at photos of the John, stuff. of the John Lennon Strat too, or John Lennon Strat, the yeah, John yeah. Lennon uh, Epiphone, um, and it's like a similar idea. Um, actually, they in that one they mounted the neck pickup or the pickup basically at the base of the neck, whereas right, this right. is in the sound hole. I just think the execution on this looks really good. Yeah, and what uh, you're getting with this. I mean, first of all, you're getting a feedback machine. Oh yeah, where if Probably. you're if you're cranking, which is really cool with that switch down there because you can just like flutter it on and off and do yeah. like fun feedback stuff. But you're also getting an electric guitar that plays and visually looks like an acoustic, which could be a great, you know, stage thing for a performer. Like, I totally get it. Like, there's a use for this. Yeah, I have no problem with it at all. And it's an Epiphone. It's not like he, you know. Went and savaged a, uh, you know, Gibson Hummingbird or something like that, or yeah, like a really yeah, if nice you're gonna Martin. Do, if you're gonna do this sort of thing, this is the the right guitar to try it out on. Yeah, I have it, zero least, problem especially with this. like as a I would say like as a person. I I mean I don't know his friend. I vaguely remember the thread, um, but like you know it, maybe if you're if you're like a master builder or something like you're a semi-professional repair job guy, you can do it really clean on any guitar. Uh-huh. But in this case, I mean, he did the work on something, you know, you screw it up. Yeah. Meh. Yeah. Throw it away. <laughs> or just take all that stuff out and it's an acoustic guitar again. You know? Right. Well, presumably if you screw it up, you, you can't turn it. You can't take it out. It's too late. No, you could turn it back to a regular acoustic. Right, it's but just I'm saying like, it'll it. be all mangled. It's not that mangled. Let's move on. All right, uh, so topic. You want to get into this topic, Steve? Yeah, apparently uh, Amazon.com leaked the TC Electronic Hall of Fame 2. Iconic reverb pedal with groundbreaking mash foot switch and shimmer effect. Yeah, this happened really recently, and the internet was all a flutter over it. Um, basically, Amazon must have gotten these in and was setting up, you know, all the copy for it. And whoever is in charge of setting up the uh, the uh, the products on Amazon set it to publish, even though the product isn't even available to buy yet. And so everyone got a sneak peek of the new Hall of Fame two. Yeah, I have not been able to find a picture of this. Only screenshots. Like I haven't been able to find it like, might be I off of Amazon now. Amazon, so I think maybe they took it off. I was able to see it on Amazon when this first happened, so they might have corrected. Leaks like this happen. Oh, I just found it. It's just currently unavailable. Uh, we don't know when this item will be back in stock. Leaks like this happen like on the reg in the gear industry. Don't play with your stand, Steve. It's so much fun. I know, but people are going to hear it if you do. Uh. Um, are you so, saying people care about audio quality of this program? <laughs> no. If they've listened to 168 episodes, they have no quality standards at all. Um, so the MASH, they call it MASH technology. Uh-huh. Uh, originally, um, so we're going to talk about this one thing because I think that's the big thing that everyone who has seen this kind of is trying to figure out is this MASH. Yeah, what does the MASH do? What is the MASH? I mean, is it, uh, you know, a hilarious but heartfelt commentary on the Korean War? (laughs) 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 Or is it a function of a guitar pedal? (laughs) 
Uh, so it says it turns the foot switch into a pressure responsive expression controller. Pressure responsive. And I what? that I don't understand because what? so so when I first saw like mash the thing you know anytime you see a pedal you haven't re- you haven't jeez man you haven't read anything about it. Of course, you try to figure out what those features are, right? You try to figure out, like, what does this do? You don't want to look it up. You just want to, like, guess. Yeah, yeah. You're like, my my initial guess was that it's, like, an infinite sustain sort of thing. You hold, right. you hold I, it down I, I thought it and, was like, like a, the time maxes out. I thought it was going to be some kind of self-oscillator, the same, the same idea, right? Uh, but now they're saying that it's a pressure-responsive expression controller. Like, those are words that I... So this, have you seen those little expression controllers that are basically like flat little pancake pads? I don't think so. I forget the company that does them with their pedals, but it's a little like flat piece of plastic and it is, it's like a little scale, like it it senses pressure. It's not like an expression uh, rocking control where you're rocking it back and forth. It's purely pressure based. Right. So I'm assuming that's what this is going to be like. Where there's not a lot of tactile response, but you hold it down and based on your the weight you press against it, various you know controls are affected. Yeah. I'm really interested to see how this goes. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out. I'm looking at the different settings. I, I mean, I don't even understand how you would exactly access. Well, you've got Mash. A, you probably got. Well, you access it by holding down that the foot switch. But then to access the settings, I, I'm assuming you have to get into the tone print software, right? And that is another uh, cool teased feature on this. Is uh, I normally I think the Hall of Fame only had one tone print setting. Yeah, they they um, ditched two or three settings on. From the original on here, yeah, this to make one more has, room for um, the tone, two, three tone print settings, and then they have two new settings. No, they have one new setting. They have the shimmer effect, right? And they have three tone prints. Yeah, so the, I think there was ambient on there. There was a gated reverb, and then something else. Uh, tile, tile. There that's is, right. So the last four settings were tile, ambient, gate, and tone print. Tile, ambient, gate, and tone. Yeah, tile, tile was supposed to sound. Okay, so they they replaced one with shimmer. I'm saying one is shimmer. Yeah, and yeah. Now and the other three are tone print. Tile was supposed to sound like a bathroom. It ended up sounding like a kitchen. It was like a <laughs> it was like a really fast uh, right. right. I, you know, I had one of these for a hot minute. Yeah, I remember. Um, and tile was kind of like a. And then like I said a bathroom. Yeah, and, and I I say that like semi jokingly, but it's like I've heard of. At least, especially with drums, like bands who are like, yeah, I went into the bathroom. Like our drummer, like went during a session, went to the bathroom, went to the bathroom <laughs> with his drumsticks and was like hitting stuff while he's like dropping, dropping a deuce, right, right, and was like, man, the 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 echo in here is perfect. I need to come record my snare part in oh the gosh. bathroom or whatever. Yeah. So that leaks, but what what I was trying to talk about earlier, I mean, talking about the bathroom and talking about leaks. Um, <laughs> what I was trying to say earlier is like it's it seems like it's really common in the gear industry for stuff to get leaked accidentally, yeah, or get published beforehand. Like all these musicians are super like sloppy with this information, and we get like we get privy to stuff coming out like pretty regularly. I've been getting 
so it's kind of weird. I don't know. Do we get you, like press releases and stuff. We get we're, like we are now on the, and I presumably I don't know if it's because we're in we're getting Nam stuff or what. Uh huh. Or maybe they just put us on a list. We actually get uh, earthquake or press releases like a month before yeah. the product drop. Um, so that's kind of cool. I mean, all it takes is for like one set of you know like bad media people who are getting that email to leak this stuff. Yeah, I heard there was a. Uh, I heard there was like some media outlet that leaked the uh, Pelican Noiseworks half horse like what? a week before. I don't even it know how that would draw. happen because he doesn't do like press releases or anything yeah, like that. Yeah, but apparently it was supposed to be a little more hush hush because there wasn't like a demo was, in place. Yeah, or there anything. was. It was supposed to be announced the same day that uh, our our demo right, came out, right. and then like some people got to find out like a week ahead of time. Yeah, yeah. Which seems like just like a really like ghetto thing to happen. You know? Yeah, like almost like. Kind of slumped. It's like they don't really know what they're doing. Yeah, it's all just like it's a little hood, it's like a big joke. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it, that one wasn't that big of a deal. But there's been other ones that like, like stuff. I know the you know to, to complete the circle of the joke here. We're talking about the gear slum. They accidentally leaked it ahead of time. There was it was an honest mix up. Like they got bad dates from Leon and Leon. Like made the mistake. I oh think. yeah, yeah, it's Leon's fault. Okay, <laughs> or he took the fall, so they they don't feel embarrassed. There we go. But I, I was telling uh, I was telling them that like this stuff happens on the reg. Like, don't worry about it. <laughs> it does. We're like big companies, much much bigger companies than uh, Pelican Noiseworks. If you can imagine a company bigger than Pelican Noiseworks, I know it's hard to. Um, they have the two best fuzz pedals on the planet. That's true. The Pelotar and the Big Muff Pie. <laughs> and they also have that half horse, which is okay, I guess. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. actually really freaking great. Um, <laughs> go, go to our YouTube channel. Yeah, go watch, watch the, the demo. demo. We're not getting anywhere. I know, right? All right, let's move on to the next uh, freaking uh, ad. Yeah, along with your freaking $10 garbage pile. Yeah. Uh, your mom offered you a guzong. Yeah. Uh, I which believe is, it's pronounced guzong. That's... Exactly how you said it, but I wanted to do that. Um, Which is effectively a Chinese uh, zither. Right. Um, If you are familiar with the... And a zither is effectively like a lap harp. Sure. Uh, If you're familiar with um, the film... uh, Kung Fu Fu Hustle. Hustle, uh, I I believe this is... Yeah, the Guzong is is basically what the dueling uh, brothers... Uh, use in their fighting style. Yeah, they just kill you with guzong music, and like CG creatures come out of the yeah. sound waves and slash you to bits. Yup, this is a great movie. I need you to rewatch. Need, that you thing. need uh, you need to uh, have mastered that lion's call, uh, <laughs> the lion's roar to defeat the guzong masters. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. I want to be the rubbery old guy. That was like <laughs> that was the coolest because he's like a cartoon. Yeah, that's all well, I want to be. That was a. I don't want to talk about Kung Fu Hustle. That's a separate podcast. Yeah, totally. Um, so this was offered to me for free. I'm assuming. Yeah. I had a really hard time saying no to this. I super don't need a piece of furniture instrument in my house for the size of this thing. It's you know? missing two strings, dude. You know I could replace those strings super easy. Like, no big deal. I feel like the hardest thing with something like this, like with the amps, like maybe you get use out of them, maybe you don't. 
and you can say like, well, I tried them out, but like they're just they weren't really better than anything else I had, so you know I, I moved on. But I feel like with something like this, like you can't just flip it. Yeah, it's like. I don't know. Maybe there's a market out there. Maybe someone on Craigslist would see this and be like, yeah, I got to get that. No, I'm sure there's a market for it. I'm sure like if the price was low enough, someone would buy it. I'm sure if you pitched this to good friend of the show, well, maybe not good friend of the show, but good friend of ours, Adam Powell, for 20 bucks, you could sell it to him. I'd have to, he'd have to run it by his wife. <laughs> but my, my mom. What ended, does my wife think? My mom ended up offering it to my uncle. I don't know if he took it, but he, he knows how to play a few other uh, Japanese instruments. Is this a Japanese instrument? No, it's Chinese. But You're he, racist. Yeah. Guy. But, you know, he knows how to play in, in those, you know, semitone scales and whatnot. Yeah. So yeah. it might be interesting to him. Uh, I watched some videos of these being played, and I actually think, and this made it even harder, I think this thing's in my wheelhouse, man. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's, it's kind of like lap steely. But um, it's like a harp. Like, so you're not you're not manipulating the the key with yeah. with your with your strumming hand, you're which playing happens to be your notes. right hand. You're playing so the notes. Already you're doing right hand technique, which is like guitar. Uh-huh. And then your left hand technique is you're picking certain notes to do pitch bends with. Right. So you either start with it like pitch bend and then release, or then you're pressing it, which is basically this is a harp with a tremolo on it. Yeah. Like that's my wheelhouse, man. Like playing like Wait, a tremolo or vibrato? Off kilter. I think, I, think meant, I think you meant vibrato. Technically it's vibrato. If if Leon Fender, Leo Fender <laughs> If Leo, thanks Kirkland Scotch. If Leo Fender, oh yeah, blame the Scotch, had been making these instead of guitars, it would it would have been tremolo. You mean tremolo? But, yeah, trem, tremolo. Uh, so, anyways, you you play yeah the 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 harp the strumming side, and you're mm-hmm. picking notes or you're strumming, and then you're picking certain notes that you're doing like crazy vibrato on. I think I would have a lot of fun with yeah, this Yeah, I thing. mean, I, I watched a few videos before we started recording, and it's a beautiful-sounding instrument. And interestingly, and I don't know if it could completely be the influence of of Kung Fu Hustle. It could sure. be that, like, a lot of, honestly, a lot of, uh, you think about movies like Hero, you think about movies like um, Crouching, Tiger, Tri- Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Like, they have kind of like a Western... But we, I guess, what we would say is like Western themes, and sure. I, I say Westerns like cowboy themes, like, yeah, yeah, like uh, especially classic, like spaghetti, like spaghetti Western, Western, yeah, uh, where it's you know it's the mysterious, you know, lone guy, or you're starting, you're starting at a midpoint. Like that's one of the things that's so great about Hero is like you're trying, you're getting different perspectives and all these things, and there's this music going on that's that is you know traditionally Chinese music, yeah. Um, but then the films, the closest thing I would compare them to that are like Western are like Western civilization. Sure, are cowboy uh, gun gunslinger movies. Yeah, well, in the, in the recent in recent years, there's been a strong connection between you know kind of like these like samurai movies and karate movies, and you know like. Spaghetti Western style well, and, like and I movies. Mean, like, for what it's worth, like Magnificent Seven was a remake oh, of uh, was it Seven Yo-Jim? Samurai. Seven Samurai. Um, one of the Spaghetti Westerns was a remake of Yojimbo, I think. Uh huh. You know, so there is a definite connection. And those are Japanese films, 
But there is a definite connection between Eastern uh, stories, these these stories, yeah. and uh, and the gunslinger Western genre. Yeah. What would be a lot of fun with this is to slam a couple uh, uh, piezo pickups in there, yeah, and run this through a bunch of crazy. All effects. you need is like, pro- yeah, like you probably need a couple. I wouldn't do uh, piezo, maybe just transducer, like you do, for yeah, a, yeah, for a classical guitar, some kind of. Uh, body microphone like I that. I mean, this thing's got a big soundboard on it. I don't know how many you would actually need, but yeah. If you found the right like, spot, you probably only need one. You run this thing through a tremolo. You run this thing through, you know, like say like the Earthquaker Afterneath. Yeah. The Mr. Black Supermoon, something like that. You're going to get into some crazy stuff. Yeah. You run it through like an auto filter. That'd be fun. I feel like right now you're trying to talk yourself into hitting up your mom and I finding know. out. Well, it's oh no, you said your uncle already got it, right? He might have. He might, he might have. have. But uh, but he might not have. You look at this thing though. It's a piece of furniture. It's huge. Yeah. It's really. It's on two sawhorses, basically. Right. I don't have space in my house for this, so it's a totally like moot point. Like I'm not getting this. Just put it on your loft. Okay. Oh, yeah. My loft where there's so much room right now. Put it underneath your you, uh, art table. In you your buy loft. a house, you're like, oh, I don't got any furniture in here. This place is all empty. Like five years later, you're stuffed to the gills with five crap. years, dude. You've been here for almost what eight? Yeah, but we've been stuffed Nine? to the gills for a while now. <laughs> your first mistake was not getting as guzong. We've been here. We've been here for seven years in this house. Seven years. Yeah, because we bought it in 2010. All right, let's uh, let's tackle our second and uh, more minor. Less worthy topic. Yeah. Um, so I really hope, just to preface this, maybe I don't hope. I don't, don't know. Don't libel yourself, Steve. Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> if, if you guys have a YouTube account and you haven't checked us out already, which would be weird, uh, punch in 60 Cycle Hum into uh, YouTube. Yeah. And you're going to find uh, a band called Pulley. And you're going to find us. You should... Check out Pulley, but you should definitely subscribe to us. Um, we we do. Ryan does a lot of videos. I've done like two videos. We're talking about getting you hooked up with some gear so you can do yeah, some videos. I want to do some commentary at least. Yeah, you should. Uh, some gear stuff, some more pop culture oriented stuff um, for the channel. But um, check that out. I mean, Ryan's been Ryan got that Boss Katana not too long ago, and he's been doing a lot of side by sides. Yeah, those are with fun. different amps. Um, I should give you well, but I don't know. I don't know what what I should or shouldn't give you. But um, how about respect, Steve? Nope. <laughs> uh, quick but quick when on we, that one. When we get products to demo um, from different companies, you know, we talk about being sponsored by Mammoth, so we're demoing stuff by Mammoth. I mean, you know, lots of these these different things end up on YouTube where we mention it here. But you know, yeah, yeah. They're, they're on the internet. We have a good amount of content on YouTube. Um, yeah, we have like almost two hundred videos. Yeah. Um, a lot of which is really okay content. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's um, pretty decent. Yeah. It's all right. It's it's passable. Yeah, it's above average. We have almost two hundred pieces of passable content. At least the lighting is okay. <laughs> I'm really into lighting. Um, but uh, one thing that we found mostly on YouTube, it's popped up a couple times on Instagram, is sometimes people just want to be aggro for no reason. It's a garden of trolls. Um, 
And uh, so we've been dealing I don't with know, man. We've been dealing with an uptick in the amount of like troll comments we've been getting lately. Like we had we had one person who just kind of like flew off the handle in a very dramatic way to the point where it is hilarious to us. And we started it got hilarious really fast, real quick. Uh, it was off topic almost immediately. Like basically the guy commented on one of the Katana videos and was like, Oh, this is a children's toy. This is garbage. You can't use this in a live application. Like it just won't hold up with a band. My only comment to him regarding that, that comment regarding the amp was, I've used it live and it holds up just fine. Yeah. And that spurred hundreds. Literally, I think at peak there were about 210 comments. Mostly this dude and maybe like three or four people who were also involved and us. Yeah. Um, and it was just like really weird because it got into like insults really fast. He very quickly got into personal insults against us. Uh and the way it developed, apparently you are you are a, a pseudo like some kind of pseudo tone messiah. Yeah, he kept kept calling me a messiah and calling the few people commenting uh, cultists cultists. And there was a lot of it, like sexual implications that yeah. he was making. Yeah, about people uh, servicing my genitals, which was uh, flattering, I guess. Um, Maybe I, unwelcome in a lot of ways, but. But the way it ended up developing is, I think this just this guy's just like likes to troll for a hobby. This is yeah, how he gets it, his kids. It was it was kind of weird. Like he um, was he was trying to bait us into like some old school like troll stuff, like calling us butt hurt and calling us this and that. Well, and, and like getting, I, I think what he wanted was us to fall into the no, I'm not. And then he's like, yes, you are. No, we're not. And if you get into that, you've lost. Yeah, and, and to flip that, like we had another guy today who we thought was trolling us, and we were kind of like. Well, that's a like okay. That I, I mean, you don't have to, you don't have to agree with us, but that's kind of like he called us a very offensive name. Yeah, at least cur- a, at least currently offensive. Like he's in his first comment, he came to the conclusion that he needed to call us this very offensive name. Yeah, and we called him out on it, and you know we went on a little journey with this guy. And in the end, he was like, you know what? I'm going to take that word out of my vocabulary because I didn't realize. Yeah, he was like, he was like, oh, I didn't, I didn't think that's what, you know, it's one of these words that is. We got ma- the etymology ma- of it. That's maybe co-opted. I don't know. Like, I feel like. It's it, too new. I will say it's been co-opted. It's, well, no, it's an old word. It's a really old word. Right, but it's used as, a, as the profane slur so, that it is now yeah, is I, a new I would, use. I would say that it was. It took a that word has taken a journey. Yeah. Um, if you want to know what word we're talking about, this it, was on our uh, "Don't Tell Me Not to Play Guitars" video. Yeah. Um, if you want to cruise the comments, it's hard because it uh, rhymes but, but, with duck, but there's another oh prominent gosh. swear word that also uh, rhymes with duck. But basically, it's a word that it had one meaning. And then the internet happened, and it kind of took on a different meaning. Right. And then Donald Trump happened, and it took on a third meaning. So when you use it now, there's a lot of baggage. If you're under like the age of 35, it means the Donald Trump meaning. It doesn't mean any of the other meanings. Right. Um, 
So anyway, that I mean, but that dude was super chill, and the, I guess the issue. Well, he was chill after his initial. He was comment. chill, right? He was chill after we're like, look, we can have a conversation, but if you're gonna go aggro, like it's not gonna happen, right? And he kind of like stepped down. He's like, all right, like, look, I don't necessarily like agree with the position you guys take in the video, but maybe I shouldn't have been like that emotional. He actually, let's think about this for a second, Steve. We got close to receiving. A legitimate apology on the internet. Yeah. Whoa. That's crazy. From a stranger. What's this fly on the table? Oh, we got man. bugs in here. Talk about a fly on the this wall. It's a little gnat. Uh, uh, but isn't that nuts? Like it, I don't it's really think crazy. I've ever seen that. He didn't have to. He could have been he could have been like our favorite troll from the other thing. And kept it going and been like super defensive and yeah. like attack you know continue what, the you attack. Know what my, uh, you know what my least favorite thing about our YouTube channel is? What? Everyone gives you crap about your playing, and I'm like, man. Do they? Who well, gives not, me crap maybe about not playing? Everyone. I honestly am more surprised that I don't get more flack we get from my a playing. Dec- we've get we get enough comments that I'm like, man, if I was playing, shoot. <laughs> it's hard. It's hard to I play interesting things in demos. Like Freaking Andy and you know Curtis Kent and like all these guys who can kind of rip it up. Freaking uh, Jalen or Jay. Yeah, I can't hold a candle to any of those dudes. I have to compensate by doing like interesting backgrounds and like <laughs> animations and well, so little I'll, jokes. I'll just and stuff. say like you know since we've kind of gone down this path a little bit, like I want to know what some of your guys's uh, favorite YouTube channels are because I mean we mentioned Jalen or Jay. Um, we've mentioned which did you meet Jay? I was in the same room with him. I didn't get to chat with him. I just completely missed out because I just wasn't there. Yeah. Um, I was in a pizza uh, room with him. uh, Oh, was he in the pizza room? He was in the pizza party. How did I miss him at the pizza party? Well, you weren't at the pizza party. I wasn't? Was this a different pizza party? This was was the day before. Oh, oh, that pizza party. I walked to the rain at Nam to get to this pizza party. Right, right. Okay. Um, So anyway, you know, Jay Leonard, Jay, um, Andy at Pro Guitar Shop. Um, Curtis Kent, you know, these different guys, uh, monster players, obviously, obviously the Andertons guys, uh, yeah. Kathy Chappers, pretty much um, every demo guy other than me is a better player than me. Right. Uh, but what I want to know is, uh, maybe, maybe I could square off with Gearman. I don't think you could. All right. It depends. It depends. Uh, if you're going to go like toe to toe on blues, I think he's going to school you. But then if we shift over to surf, I can school him. But most of these guys, you could probably school and surf, just not anything else. That's probably true. Um, I mean, the, you know, Jay, like his whole game is funk. Yeah. Really? Like, I love Jay's playing. Uh, you know, and, so, and, and so you keep, de- you keep derailing me, Who man. Who cares? What, you're acting like it's a Thursday night and you got work in the morning. I know. Um, what I was, what I was going to say is um, let us know who your favorite YouTube channels are because there's probably a bunch we haven't come across yet. You know who uh, I've really, I mean, not just because we know him, but because I think he's been putting out a lot of like cool stuff is uh, Sean Pierce Johnson. Yeah. Uh, he's been doing a lot of cool stuff lately. Uh, but let us know, cclehumcast at gmail.com. And uh, we'll subscribe to them and check out their videos. So they'll pop up when we log into our YouTube channel. Yeah. And then we'll we try should... to make videos that are better and, than them. And we'll troll those guys. Yeah, we're going to tell them but bad things and but we won't, say nasty names. we won't names. troll pro, pro Guitar Shop because people already do that. Do they? Oh, yeah. I never check the comments, which is oh, probably dude. a smart thing to do on YouTube. But. 
when you're getting like sixty thousand views, seventy thousand views, whatever, like you're you're yeah. you're guaranteed. I, I find trolls. that the the trolls. You're not even getting trolls. You're just getting people who are aggro for the sake of like being aggro. Yeah, yeah. This pedal's dumb. I can't believe someone made a product that I don't have a use for, so it shouldn't exist. Chase Bliss put out a pedal that costs three hundred dollars. Uh, who can afford this? Uh, lots of people, dude. It's yeah. called save a paycheck. Yeah, no kidding. Like, don't drink. Uh, for- get a second job <laughs> like the rest of us. Uh, put for- your kid up for adoption. Yeah. Why don't you? For some of us, it's don't drink for a month. Yeah. Hey, uh, have you considered a second mortgage? <laughs> yeah. uh, have you considered that you don't really need two kid- kidneys? Yeah, I mean, cancel, uh, cancel your medical insurance. I mean, come on. You don't need that anyway. You're not sick. Once the Americans with health care that Republicans approve of gets passed, (laughs) you're you're not gonna have to you're you're not gonna have to have health care anyway. I hope it is called that. (laughs) Seriously though, guys, Chase Plus pedals are super worth the cost. Like they're legit good. Yeah, look, if you find with the brothers a side you like on A and a side you like on B. You're That's basically cost. paying yeah. what you were going to pay for two pedals. Yeah, no kidding. But there's like six pedals in there. Um, so let's tackle this last, last ad. I think it's going to be a short one, then we'll close out. Uh, so this was sent to us by Donovan Carter. Yeah, it says, wanted, unless you're a bitch. Gnarly drummer. Established local post-hardcore band seeks drummer for shows. No blast beats, just pure jams. Text for tunage and to try out. I'm, oh my god! I kind of want to know. Okay, I want to know. This is in San Diego. This is in San Diego. I want to know what post hardcore band is not doing blast beats. I don't know. I mean, I guess there's probably a lot of them, but I feel like I kind of feel like you gotta at least be able to do like a blast beat solo. Yeah, every now and then you got to get that blast out. Oh man, there's so many. things. I really that, want to know what band this is now. There's so many things I want to talk about with this. First of and, all, okay. First of all, the casual use of the word "bitch" in an ad that's probably pinned up in a guitar center. I think this is this is a this is not a Craigslist ad. This is a photograph of a help of a old westy wanted. That's poster. what I want to talk about. They tried to make an old westy old like old west. Wanted poster, like you just said, and I mangled saying it to the point where, like, yeah, they used the font, yeah, they used kind of yellowed paper. They freaking went and burned the edges of this poster. Like, someone went all arts and crafts on this. Like, this is going to be the one I'm going to put up one in the La Mesa location, one in the El Cajon location, the San Marcos, San Marcos location. Gosh, man, how Sorry. drunk are you? Uh, not drunk enough for Thursday. Uh, and they just dedicated some time into getting that perfect like wanted poster look because that's going to make the big difference. They really should just be posting on Craigslist if they're looking for a drummer. Yeah, but the the arts. They, and, hopefully, they did. The arts and crafts level on this is just cracking me up, and the casual use of the word "bitch." <laughs> like, what is? What are they trying to communicate there? They don't want someone. I I don't think it's a gender thing. At all. No, 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 no. This is you know, bitch in the uh, non-gendered sense. In the in the can't they want back back when I was back when I was they in, want someone who can hang. They want you know? someone who can hang exactly. 
back back when I was in uh we used to have this saying. Um uh it was uh can't catch, can't hang, I think it was. I don't know, it was a long time ago. Was this a baseball thing? It was a baseball thing. Right. If you can't catch can't catch a ball like GTFO. why are you trying to hang like, yeah yeah don't hang out with can't us can't catch can't hang we're the, we're the catchers club over yeah we here. catch we catch balls <laughs> hey you said it man i don't know <laughs> uh, i don't know how baseball works <laughs> um so yeah i don't know what like, was the phrase i learned earlier like a couple days ago maybe it's don't catch can't hang something about the bushes bush league bush league I oh so, that was another troll. Oh my god! So some some guy and, and I I get what he's saying. So some guy on YouTube told Ryan specifically Ryan because I don't really produce videos. I'm Steve, by the way. Hi, hi, hi everybody. I'm Ryan. Um, and uh, so they said like, oh dude, like putting up a poll and then like waiting like five days for people to answer like that's bush league. And Ryan's response to it was. Was yeah, I meant to respond to this. I just haven't had time. It was Easter weekend. Also, Give me a break. also, I don't know what Bush League is, and so I sent him a text. I'm like, dude, do you really not know what Bush League is? I had no idea. I mean, I got, I got the basic premise that it's a negative. It's, it's bad. Like it's bad. Yeah, like he's he was, saying a bad thing about me, right? And I kind of figured this is probably baseball because I know baseballs have leagues, but maybe it's like. What about does, the na- does like hockey have leagues? What about the yeah? It's the National Hockey League. Well, there you go. I I wasn't sure. I but wasn't I guess sure. baseball is more league oriented because you sign up for a little league, right? And then you know the two division. You have Major League Baseball, yeah. and you have the National League. So I mean, and the American see. League. Hold on, I'm talking okay. about baseball. You cannot stop me now. Okay, I can't. You, s- you get softball leagues. <laughs> this is like uh, the Bubba Gump scene. <laughs> We're telling all about the shrimp, Steve. Mm, so basically, shrimp. from what I understand, you telling me is is that Bush League is. Is like when there's a really small town, right? Like team, and they're they're basically like the the like the field beyond the baseball diamond, exactly. Is so, like bushes. So, so it was like what it really was was back in the like early days of baseball. All of the minor league teams were out in like the Midwest, right? So so all of your big cities had major league teams, and all of your small cities that were out in the bushes had minor league teams so they were like and sometimes like the level of the either the level of play there was bad or like people could get away with stuff where they couldn't get away with it in legit leagues so it was like oh you did something sketchy oh that's bush league gotcha like that you know that that's where that slang comes from what is this? Uh, is this Base, is this is this a baseball podcast or is this a linguistics podcast? Your dreams have come is true. Is this an etymology podcast? Yeah, is um, it an internet culture podcast. Yeah. Anyway, what does this have to do with drummers? I don't know, but this ad's funny. I almost feel like I want to. You know, I'll text them when this episode airs. I'm like, hey, we talked about you. You should text them right now so next episode we can find out what band they're in. Or you shouldn't. I don't yeah, know. I'll, 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 I'll skip that. All right, I want to say thanks to our sponsors this yeah. week, Sinusoid, who sponsors us every week because they are. Do people still say the bomb.com? No, they don't, but yeah. I just did. It's a dot net now. Oh, sorry. Dot biz. Yeah. The bomb.net. Dot biz. Yeah. They were, it was the bomb.tv for a while, but people got sick of that. Good old Tuvalu. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, go, go check them out. They make cables, they got a lot of stuff coming out. I. A lot of secret stuff that we know about. I will tell you. We could you, leak it if we wanted. I'll, I will 
I will tease this. Tease it. Um, they posted, or they posted, they told us um, what their upcoming artist list is. Oh, yeah. And some of the artists that they've got signed up, like, they're not big. Like, there's no Metallica on there. But there are a few artists on there where I was like, no way. Like, yeah. You've heard of these that's people. That's legit. You've heard of these people. There are people. I mean, they're no Metallica, though, says Steve. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know. I'm saying they're not like right, right. They're it's not, not like, people, but it's not like but, Bon Jovi's on. But there. there are a few artists on there where, for me, it, for me as right. there, there are my personal Metallicas exactly, on that list. There exactly, are bands yeah. that like I, every once in a while I'll throw on their CD and I'll go like, man, what this co- is my personal Metallica. What, what chord is that? <laughs> like, what are they do? What? How are they getting that sound? Right, right. There are a few bands. That actually, one of the bands that's on there. I feel like I need to. I really should send you a few of their newer tracks because they go fuzz crazy. Cool. Uh, so anyway, that's sinusoidcables.com. Yeah, they make cables. Yeah, and uh, smiles or, or sinusoid.com. Yeah. Uh, thanks to our other sponsor this week, Mammoth Electronics. You know what? We always talk about these mods. But um, Mammoth is also your go-to for Hammond cases. You know what? There are so many pedal builders that exist thanks to Mammoth Electronics. Yeah. Um, they have a ton of parts. They have, if you want to learn how to build the pedal, it, but you don't want to source all of the parts yourself. They got they, kits. They, they got kits. Yeah. Uh, if you head on over to, if you're, you know, you found a... Uh, a Vero layout that you like and you need to source parts, Mammoth probably has it. Maybe you just want some crazy knobs for pedals you already have or for a guitar or something like that. They got all sorts of knobs. Yeah. How has it taken us, um, like, I know, literally, we uh, never talk about this, like five, six episodes of sponsorship. Let's to hit dedicate this. the next episode. There we go. Completely. Next episode. Uh, so yeah, that's Mammoth Electronics. Check them out. And also check out our video for the Boss MT2 mod. Yeah. You know what, Steve? You know what you didn't do? You didn't do housekeeping. You want to save it for next episode? Yeah, we'll do it next episode. Sorry, sorry guys. No, sorry, guys. We'll get to you. I'm sorry. All right. Uh, this week's song was sent to us by Rob Nordvik. He's been sending us track f- tracks for his uh, band called The Help Project. They are a Beatles cover band. And this one is a cover of the song uh, Don't Let Me Down. Uh-huh. I'm a little confused because he says, when the band discussed covering John Lennon's outstanding Don't Let Me Down, we chose the epic version from the Beatles' rooftop, rooftop concert. So I guess it is a Beatles song. Right. Uh, as a version to pay tribute to. Since we don't have a keyboardist, our lead guitarist, uh, Ed Pfeiffert, uh, played them on guitar in addition to playing the part that George Harrison originally played. Our drummer and bass player, Jonathan Wilson and Kevin Beers, nailed the rhythm section while I played rhythm guitar and performed all the vocals. Uh, we listened to this. We really enjoy it and hope you guys enjoy it too. Sounds cool. Yep. Thanks. Later, Later guys. Next week. Bye. Like she does. Who she does?
Nobody ever really done 